Welcome to Hoodoo TV's Comic Book Club. Today we're reviewing Year One, Year Year Zero, year Volume zero. One, Volume Year one. Zero. This is the Year Zero. Ah, that's right. It's the Comic Book Club. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm Hoosier, and I'm Moose. Hey, good to have you back on. Good to talk another club. This is uh, episode number two of uh, Hoodoo TV's Comic Book Club. Yeah, and this is a fun one. Uh, this was suggested uh, to me by a friend uh, of mine, a guy that you've met. Um, and uh, you know, he said, hey, you're going to love this book. I think you'll have fun with it. You should definitely read it. So when we started doing this, this is definitely one that I wanted to throw out there and give it a whirl. Yeah, th th this was uh, the first one you threw out there. I think I threw out last week's or two weeks ago, uh, That Texas Blood. Go back and watch that episode. Read that book. That we both book. enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Very noir, Western, neo-noir, Western book. Uh, very fun. Um, and then today uh, is a little bit of uh, Year Zero. Um, this is a uh, an interesting book, but... First off, it's a, a newer publisher, AWA, Artists, Writers, and Artisans uh, Studios, uh, with Upshot Studios. So, yes, a new uh, publisher, but Benjamin Percy is uh, your creator on it. And uh, let me get some stuff up so you guys can take a quick look at what we got going for it. Um, yeah, I, guess, I mean, we can jump into it, Chris. What were your, you know, Moose, what was your first impressions of uh, of this book here? Well, the first cover, the one that we highlighted there in our advertisements, um, I thought that's cool. That reminds me a lot of The Walking Dead. But I'll tell you, the book didn't remind me anything of The Walking Dead, um, which I found to be refreshing, um, especially because I didn't read the back and I didn't try and get to know the book before I read it. I just picked it up and started ingesting it, not knowing anything about it. And getting into it, I thought, okay, you know, this, this is kind of cool, but um seeing the covers cover like this i thought man what an amazing backdrop what a fun uh what a fun cover yeah and, yeah and i want to get into the covers and just to kind of like a, yeah a bit with that um and do the creator roll call here and and ask you guys on the chat mainly to yeah we want you to participate let us know what you're thinking what your first instincts are of this book uh, covers, uh, trade dress, that whole thing to kind of get a, a good first impression of what somebody sees of a book. But here's a couple things to make sure you're taken care of. Bam, please and thank you. Subscribe, like, share. Comment in the live chat. That's where it comes out great. And then uh, keep 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 in touch with us at uh, Twitter. We'll do polls about what books we probably think we should do next um, and kind of go from there. Uh, I think that's one of the things we'll be doing is covering a couple books. Um, but we want you guys to read what we're reading and read it with us. And uh, usually when we do this, it's books we've kind of gotten into uh, that we know are going to be pretty good. But this was one we kind of went in dry um, and you know what? I was, I was pleased with it. And you, you mentioned the cover. And so I wanted to bring up this cover as a first shot. I mixed feelings about it. I think it looks badass. Yeah. But I also see like how, like, like you, you said offline, very campy, but yeah. like uberly Photoshopped, like, and it, it's yeah. not hiding it. It's not trying to no. hide that. No. And that's, what's kind of fun. I mean, there's a 50 cow. On the top of that van. 
<laughs> I just I see that and I laugh. Um, one because a fifty cal couldn't be mounted up there, but you put that in with the rest of the picture, and you're kind of shaking your head like, "What in the hell?" This nice serenity backdrop and this camper van with a fifty right. cal mounted on it. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, and you know, I guess I should always do this. Um, let's kind of come in right here, and we always got to do something that's a little bit of a spoiler. There is very little relation to this cover to the book besides a vehicle that says zombie killer. There is no RV driving down the road. There is none of that. Um, yeah, just spoiled that crap out of you guys. Make sure you read this book. Uh, touch base, piss, pause, come back. I spoiled the cover for you. Um, but there is a little, like I said, there is a very little bit of relation, but there is some. Um, but really getting into it. You had mentioned some of the covers. You got the first one there that I thought was pretty cool. And then, again, there's these, like, pictures, these images that aren't your typical comic book covers. Well, and I think a lot of this takes from uh, images. Like, you see things like this from images, Japanese images. Uh, you've seen that scene where in the background you have uh, a, a subway and you've got the panda bears inside or something like that and a bunch of people outside waiting to get in. Uh, you see that. Um, and another one that you and I were talking about, the campy picnic cover, where you've got a flaming something walking by. This is very 50s feel. But then you've got this burning, flaming person, zombie, whatever it is, walking by. And it just kind of makes no sense. But you look at it, you kind of you're like, what in the heck? I, I don't know. It, it kind of confuses you. And I think that's what they were going for. They weren't going for um, a character, you know, like a pinup right. of a character or an action scene. Yeah, and I was thinking that some of it may correlate a little bit. We'll get into some of this characters and role. Um, but there's one where there's a, uh, a, 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 a person, the character that's in the middle East um, with a lot of military. So I kind of thought, I thought the relationship might've been one of the military men, right? This is what life at home would have been like for that person. Yeah. If he was, I don't know. I, it, it is, it's such a different take. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I like it or, or hate it. I don't know. Uh, it, I'm mixed about it. Like it's, it's different. It's, it's, and I appreciate that. Well, I think I like it because of the campiness, because of the silliness of it. Um, in that last one, it seems like the only person to turn and pay attention to this burning thing was the youngest little child. You, you only see the back of that child's head. Yeah. <clears throat> right there. Yeah. You got the apple. It's like, oh, what's that? And everybody else is like, oh, this is a great, fun summertime. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this yeah, is it, probably the most artistic. Uh, it, again, has nothing to do with the book, but still is kind of cool uh, to see. Right. Plane going down. And, you know, and there, here's another one. Again, not, not much to do with it besides seeing a zombie there um yeah. in in the water uh, another picture that was kind of artistic you know had some flair to it um I, I i dug this one i thought this was really cool that's why it's kind of the background image on what we're looking at here yeah um but i what i really appreciate about this is really what this book kind of was shit hits the fan there's about to be you know the zombie outbreak and it happens everywhere right and that's what i liked about this book it really like touch base like 
what are the different scenarios, the different places, the different characters, and where does it start? Walking Dead doesn't do a great job besides showing you where Rick was, uh, how it started for Rick. And then it doesn't even do a great job at that because he wakes up after, you know, you know, yeah, after like it, he starts off from the hospital. But this one basically starts off running in five different directions. Um, and it does tie you into how it started, how it went, and it ties different areas of the globe um, and a lot of different characters. Some of them can relate. Um, you said didn't remind you of Walking Dead. One of them really reminded me of one particular character, The Walking Dead, a lot. Um, but, yeah, ultimately, like, I'm glad you had me read this book, you know? Yeah, I'm glad I read this book, too. Um, I found it to be interesting when it, because like I said, I didn't read the back. I didn't try and understand what this book was about before I dove into it. And it, it kind of caught my attention because I, I'm reading a story and it's two pages right in front of my face and I'm reading it and I turn the page and it's a totally different story. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Who's this? And it outlines it for you where they're at, how long ago it was or what's the current situation and who this character is. And then you get two pages and then you turn the page and it's something totally different. Um, I kind of, after the first couple of pages that I figured it out, I kind of dug that I got just a snippet of what was going on and I turned the page and I got a whole fresh story and it kept bouncing around like that. Um, and honestly, I kept thinking to myself, how are these people going to meet up? How are they going to get together? And it wasn't until much later that I realized, wait a minute, these people are never going to get together. This has nothing to do with everybody coming together like The Walking Dead. This is everybody's life in that exact moment. And I think it was about the time that I figured that out. Um, and then, of course, after I ended, I read the back and it totally made more sense. But it was at that moment where I'm like, oh, man, it really sunk in. And I enjoyed the book so much more knowing that this isn't just another zombie story. Um, it's, it's something totally different. And each character's reaction to what's going on is totally different. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, that that's really it. It's, it is the different lives that they're currently living, which would be entertaining in its own by some of these characters. That's what I kind of uh, dug with it is that you probably could go your negatives one and go back to where these guys were a year before the apocalypse. And it would have been an interesting story. I think, yes. I think, uh, Agreed. You look at some of these different characters and, and they are like uber entertaining. But like I say, it comes back to the beginning though. It starts off, you know, at a certain time where there was this Neanderthal that was iced over. Um, and it kind of gives that pieces of, of this person being woken up. This character is probably, it's like the beginning of the show, right? And mm -hmm. uh, you're getting a character kind of that's that like a year ago mindset and then everybody else is one year from the date so the, the it keeps spreading it keeps going and uh it goes into this you know sarah lemon's character who has that then i like i said it'll go in multiple different directions to uh to kabul and just this militarized zone that they're in this character is um you know a woman uh uh forgive me if i say the name right i know i'm going to feet ma and she's basically helping um different women that have been abused in that women, and, yeah. that and she's definitely helping these like refugee women running uh from from their suffrage to a degree and and where all everything is with this character and how she's dealing with the military the americans that are there and and then just where things go for her when shit hits the fan 
yeah. um, it, where it goes with the military and that it's her group of women that are going to survive this kind of like unlikely of survivors in the area. But when you really look at how much they've survived in general, it's not actually that surprising. So I think it does really good about uplifting the human story of survivor story. Um, I thought that was great. Um, and, you know, I'm looking at this piece. Also, the art is very clean throughout this book. It is, it's, it's nothing overwhelming, but it's very clean. You get every single facial expression. Uh, you get every detail that you, you would want. I mean, you get a Marines, uh, should be a, what is it? A five corner hat. Um, mm -hmm. it's a little more, but you know, we get it. It's supposed to depict a Marine. Um, it looks very much like what you would see if you were there. Um, and yeah, everything, like I said, just clean. And, and that's and, and Ramon Rosanas. Ramon Rosanas is the artist on this. Yes. So yeah, it kept every he kept everything clean and and the colors, the colors were great. Uh, it took me about about the first story, and then I went back and looked again, and I realized that every single person has a different color that they go by. Right, it's a very mood setting, and that's yeah. Lee Lowridge is the colorist there. He did a great job in that. I love the fact that every story had a different color, and that color set the mood, but it stayed true the whole time through. That color yeah. stayed true the whole time through. This yeah, and you can even see it right here with in Tokyo. This guy's a he's an a, an assassin, a hitman, right? Mm -hmm. And he's got this just like real fun, cool story about where things where he was on that. Um, and then just it has some humor to it as well. Um, but it's also like where this guy who's basically trained, you know, trained murder machine, what he does during the uh, apocalypse, and and how he's you know set to have somebody else. I believe somebody else is chasing him um, and where this, where this connection goes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and then you have, this is Daniel Martinez's story and I feel for this kid almost right off the bat. Absolutely. Uh, the cool thing that I picked up on it is we actually have a timeline of when mm -hmm. this book may have taken place. Um, we're in Mexico and day of the dead, which happens between October 31st and November 2nd. So it's sometime during that time that the shit hits the fan in Mexico, which would be approximately the same time for um, Minnesota, probably Tokyo and Antarctica, probably um, right in that same basic timeline. Um, so we have an idea of when this happened. We have five different places of where it happened and five different reactions as to what's going on as it's happening. Yep. Ah, and this this, this one, DJ <laughs> Hole or or Robert Hole, um, this is the one where I could not. Yeah, I think you and I were talking it offline, and I was saying Eugene, right? Because he yes. is the Walking Dead's Eugene. He he he. This is to a degree like if he was a, uh, you know, what do you call it, a prepper? Like this uh -huh. would be this would be him. It was a, an interesting character. He was playing the weird role, went, walking around with the clipboard. He just little things like he was doing in at the survivors, you know, all of it at Sanctuary. It, it just really reminded me of him. And it's an interesting character. He's alone. He's on it by himself. He doesn't want anybody else who hasn't prepared, except for when he thinks he might find a girl. 
Mm-hmm. And he gets on the walkie-talkie, and he's basically doing the apocalypse uh, AOL online chatting. Be careful <laughs> who you meet. And, you know, he's got the toilet paper here in the scene, which I loved because, you know, you you look at that in the second panel. And, I mean, it's like he was preparing for COVID as well. You know, you got to have the butt wipe. And uh, it, it it was this this was very humorous, too. So there was a lot of good humor. Yeah, his, his character was funny because – I mean, he is, he's a prepper through and through, and you can see in every split panel that you have there, as people are crashing into houses and shooting off guns and killing, you know, dying by the score, he's downstairs and he's counting his cans and his toilet paper and all of his water, make himself a, what looks like a peanut butter sandwich or something like that, as things are blowing up all around him and he has no cares. And his character is kind of funny, especially when he gets into his numbers, because he's kind of ruled by numbers, if that makes sense. He, yep. he backs every decision by the numbers. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys that I know I stood next to at a Comic-Con before. Um, and he, he had it planned out exactly his route of Artist Alley and which one he's going to meet. I, I swear I've met that guy before. And he knew exactly how long he had at each table, each mm-hmm. book signed up. It's in order in his little, you know, little carry on item that he's bringing along. And he's got it tracked out. Like that's yeah. that guy. That, that yeah. That's who this guy. He's the guy at the Comic-Con with, like I say, the wheelie cart, the map. And they're already in order in the wheelie cart too. He's not looking for which book's next. And, and I appreciate those guys too, actually, because they do have their stuff together. And you have to wait for the guy who doesn't have it together. And he's going through his whole book. That's you, uh, Moose. Um, (laughs) Only once when I tried to get 31 books signed at the same time. Hey, it happens, right? Yeah. uh, And then you drop one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, that's the one that uh, Matt Kent put his thumbprint through and smeared his signature because it was so wet. Yeah, it just reminds me like one time I was getting a signature from Justin Jordan and I had a stick, uh, uh, my my bag had a, a tape on the back and, and Justin just like, that has tape, you put it back in the bag. And sure enough, I stuck that tape to it. Wow. <laughs> and he goes, oh. that's why I gave it to you. And I was like, oh, you know what though? But I get those signatures for me. I don't get them for, for, uh, for, yeah. for, for bidding. I get them because, hey, I just know this person, met this person. And I want to appreciate that and show it on a, you know, a comic that I'm going to keep. But anyway, BJ Hall was a character and a half. He ends up, you know, like I say, doing some uh, apocalypse uh, AOL chatting with some gal. And it turns out it's it's a boy. Total dude. And it's somebody who hasn't prepped and he does not like this guy. But he's not alone anymore. He's got somebody in, in Hall with him. Um, and that was a real funny part of the story. Um, but that what I think that is great about this book is that just each one of these characters that we come across has a unique story in its own, right? It could have been told in a series of one shots. It could have been told, you know what I mean, separately. Yeah. But but it was done simultaneously. So like it was three pages, four pages, another page for four pages, another one for two pages, another, you flip the next page and it was another two page. And it really had the great pacing. And I've read a number of, uh, you know, uh, Benjamin Percy's books and I, I love his pacing. I do think he's a really well, uh, good pacing, uh, writer. I liked his run on green arrow that he did 
on uh, Rebirth. I thought that was a great run. And based in Seattle, which is really what made me like it because uh, oh, yeah. it really connects the Emerald City. And then it basically comes into why it became Star City. Um, I, I, I enjoy him. He's one of the ones I'd like to see him write. You know, I'd like to see him on like a Valiant book, which Hoodoo TV talks a lot about Valiant with Get Valiant. Um, I feel like he'd be a great writer for, you know, a ninja story or something down the way. Um, does a great, does a great tale. Well, you know how some books, as you're reading them, um, you get about halfway through and you're like, wait a minute. I, you kind of drones a little bit. You didn't get a chance in this book because just like you said, four pages later, story changes. And everything that's presented is fast paced and hard hitting. And you have to appreciate that. It, you don't want to put the book down. I know when I first picked it up and I started thumbing through and I'm reading it, you know, I was still su supposed to be working. <laughs> and I'm going through and I get a call and I'm like, oh, do, do, I, do I want to answer? Yeah, I need to answer it. So, you know, I got about halfway to three-fourths and I realized, I'm like, holy cow, I am just digesting this book quickly, but it never had a chance to slow down or get stale because everything was hard hitting, fast pace. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was good. And you know what was fun was when you did see that zombie killer vehicle in uh the in the prepper, BJ Hall had the, the little Hummer. Um, and that was actually pretty pretty funny. Like he's you know, a funny guy um that has, you know, the massive tank. Um, I dug it. You know, like I say, there were some of these characters that you really just dug hope for. Um, you know, the the Daniel Martinez, the guy from Mexico City, um, uh, Fitma from uh, from Kabul. Uh, they were just really fun characters that you wanted to hope the, for the best, especially those two, because right. um, they were kind of like against the odds type of survivor characters. And I think it was, tells a good story of of two people again that are also against the odds in everyday life, let alone apocalypse. Right. Uh, and their ability to survive within that. Like I said, there's some of these character stories you could tell are just going to be great stories. Um, the, the, the Hitman in Tokyo, you could tell that there's just, like I said, you could do negative zero and you could have had a good like origin story of who these characters are and had some good fun backstories. Um, one of the things that's really, I'm excited for is really getting into volume two uh, and it adds Juan Jose Rip on the art. And Ooh. this is like his cup of tea of writing, in my yeah. opinion, like awesome. a zombie book. I mean, he did Britannia with Valiant and that was so phenomenal with the, the supernatural and the, 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 you know, the characters within that. And then just the killing of the Roman emperor men, like he, it, it's just up his alley and, that I, I'm excited for actually volume two. And that's when I actually really first noticed it is knowing that Rip was on that and then Percy was on it. Outside of that, like I didn't see the initial run of this book when it got started. Let me ask you, um, just like Valiant's Britannia and how uh, at the end, there was always a couple of pages about some form of history that actually happened and, and what it was like to be a Roman legionnaire and all that other, uh, other stuff. In the end of each one of these books, you had a small piece of history where the zombie outbreak had occurred. What did you think of those? Um, I, I dug it. Um, I, I dug like the connection back to kind of, you know what I mean? Trying to make it like it's this history book. Um, and I think that a lot of it has it. So, Yeah, when you, you think know. of the, uh, the Black Death or the plague, 
Um, but yet you can factor that into being a zombie apocalypse of sorts. You know, maybe that many people did die. And you could say, well, okay, you know, in some you know form of way, okay. And and just it goes back to the um uh to the the wall, the Great Wall in China. Right. Another one of those, and you have the epic battles uh, that the Mongols and the Chinese had during that time frame, but yet they likened it more to a zombie apocalypse trying to get into China. Um, I thought that was I thought that was really cool. I don't know. I I like that little stuff. It was a little humorous because I mean we know the real history, but to see it like that, you're like, yeah, okay. Kind of I guess like the covers, a little bit of campy, but yet maybe a splash of well maybe you know. It, it, it's fun. It, it is. It, it's great the way they had that, and it almost almost makes you think like if this book was written a year later, what would uh what would it have been, mm-hmm. um you know with with the current Walking Dead, um zombie apocalypse that's going on right now, um you know it it really brings you that idea of you know I could see how some of this can get going get started. Well, yeah. So let me throw this at you. I know you are a fan of BJ Hool, but what was your one most favorite story out of out of the five? Whew, oh man, um, I, I mean, I, I would say it might be uh, Feet Ma's story. I think she had yeah. a really cool one. Like I say, just the parallels of her being a real survivor in real life, anyway, of you know surviving um, what it's like to 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 be in the, the situation they're currently in, right? Um, abused, um, mistreated, um, you know, basically. Yeah, yeah. very interesting role that she was in and how she was kind of leading the way, how she would kind of stick up and be a tough woman. I thought that was a cool story with her. I actually, uh, I did kind of dig what she had to say, what, what she was doing. And uh, that kind of aspect of where she is, right? That's also fun too. Um, yeah, she definitely used what she had in real life to create success and almost to rebirth, if you will, um, those women and their roles in life. They are able to shed everything else. They have books. They have everything that they need, and they're safe. I, yeah. I agree. That was a good story. But mine, I really dug Daniel Martinez, mm-hmm. a kid who survives at all costs. And very timid in the beginning, but by the end, he's so fed up with it. Um, you know, he ends up killing everybody, and he's the. It's, it's a little darker, but it's a survive at all costs. Damn, damn everybody. Just yeah. nobody else matters in it, and it's it's a little darker of a take, but I liked it. I thought that was that was very twisted, but I think, you know. If you have a kid, a child that's able to survive at all costs, being as poor as he was, those type of people would survive a zombie apocalypse because they're oh. faster, smarter, and oh, yeah. in, in they've that- already lost. They've already. They're. I don't want to say they're. They're humble, right? They're not. They're willing to do what it takes. You know, in his case, you know, the very beginning, how he's going down the gutter because he's, you know, hey, I'm going to go get that because I need it to survive, mm-hmm. um, which helped him learn the gutters in Mexico City, which yep. helped him survive, right? Like down here is not survival, but down here is now my survival, right? There was there was that. His 
his ability to survive the Catholic Church um, was another interesting, you know, connection there. Um, I, 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 again, I, I agree with you too, and I think it's kind of goes to that, like people that are, were survivors before their story even started. Yes. So. Agreed. And the tone, you know, and I love, you know, Dia de los Mortes, uh, Day of the Dead. I think it's cool. Um, I did get some vibes with this character initially of uh, Deadly Class. He just reminded me of the, okay. the, the, the main character in that book as well. Good and um, Yeah. Yeah. And so in and, and that book, and I guess that's issue one of that book, where it really starts with the Day of the Dead celebration as well. Um, and, yeah, I dig it. Um yeah, I mean, and the one that I would I would like to learn more of their story was the um, I believe the Sage wannabe um, want to be, mm-hmm. and he he was a cool character as well. Like uh, like I say, he's a hitman, so he had some cool stories to it. Um, you know, BJ's was just funny. Uh huh. It was just funny. Um, it was it was the humor relief. It was the 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 slapjack. You know, guy next door. That's like I said, the guy you would met at a comic con. Um, but yeah, ultimately, yeah, I, 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 like I said, I agree with Daniel. I thought that was an intriguing story. And that's what actually kind of makes it hard. It's hard to necessarily just pick one of these stories. Right. They're, they're all interesting. And I agree. It seems like Watanabe um, was the uh, individual that had the most closure, I guess you could say. He met his goal. Mm-hmm. But I guess you could say the same thing with Martinez, who, I mean, they all really met their goals. It's just, I think it was more finite. Because you're curious, okay, Watanabe, what's next for you? Which direction are you going in? Yep. Uh, that one, that one is kind of curious. Like, there's a lot of open space, a lot of different ways he can go. And and then what I, I think what I look about that is is the hope for what's going to happen with this volume two of this book. Um, you know, I get again we talked Juan Jose Rips on that. I wonder if it's going to be this dual approach. Is it going to be the same four or five characters? I'm add I'm adding the uh, first character that was the. Uh, archaeologist whatnot um in there with that you know because it's typically five stories people's five stories um is it that very origin story of the apocalypse or these guys each story Um, i wonder if they're going to keep doing it in the same format in the same pace if it will be new characters within this um but I, i i don't care either way i think i'm signed up to uh to go along for the ride uh and see what happens in this next couple volumes Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I do want to see what happens. And and yeah, I don't care. Is it the same people? Cool. I'm on. I'm, I'm down for it. Is it a new cast? All right. Yeah, let's get something fresh. Let's see. Let's see what else happens in year zero with different people, different places. Yep. Yeah, I, I think when you look at it, like it was fun. It was a fun, good book. Um, so I guess let's let's give up. Let's kind of give it some scores. What are you thinking? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so story in and of itself, I really, really dug it. I thought it was a solid four or five, um, four point five on the story. Uh, the art was right there. Not quite a four or five, but it's definitely a four point two five colors. I dug. Um, I'd give that a four or five as well, um, just because of the mood that every single uh, every single person got their own color. And it was continuous throughout the whole story i just i love that idea set moods and did what it needed to do during that story so yeah four five four two five and four five cool yeah i am uh yeah i i think i'm right there 4.25 the whole thing uh solid 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 book 
Um, you know, it's art wise, story wise, pacing wise. Um, like I said, I don't know if I love or hate the covers yet. I still don't know my thought on that. I've seen volume two's covers and those look cool with oh, the, yeah. uh, it remind one of them reminded me of, uh, the Brad Pitt movie with all the world war Z where the, oh, the zombies cool. are stacking each other to take the helicopter down. Um, that was pretty cool uh, on that cover, but there, there's some interesting covers. There you go, right there. You got that image right there. Um, to me, that reminded me of that World War Z. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say 4.25, which is definitely one to get. And uh, yeah. So, it's question on the back. You see this image right here of, of BJ? Uh, Oop, right here. Is that okay, a blow yeah. up doll? I think it is. That's the only thing I can think that it's either a blow-up doll or his imagination. But it doesn't right. really best talk. It, it's pictured a couple, three or four times. So I have to think it's a blow-up doll. But <laughs> a sitting blow-up doll and very lifelike. Um, he yeah. probably spent all his money just on that. <laughs> oh, man. Got him a that's real doll, creepy. man. So That's creepy. <laughs> I guess if you're in the apocalypse, you might as well, you know? Um it's less mouths to feed, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and that—that's what I mean. To that, that's part of that makes it funny. That's what makes it interesting. Um, but I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm a definitely four point two five. I'm going to be ready to get the the future ones when it comes out, um, yes. or when the trade comes out. I believe they're close to issue number five of volume two right now. So um, if you're on the pull list, pull that, um, or definitely pick up. I put a link below for uh, this book. So uh, get that link. Yeah, it's, you know, so definitely or look at your uh, LCS. I definitely would ask your LCS to look up AWA uh, and get other books. Because like I said, it looks to be there's some uh, some fun books to come out uh, within this publisher. American Ronin is one um, that looks to be good. It's out of volume one there. I think it just produced another book recently. Um, yeah, I, AWA looks to be like a pretty, pretty cool little publisher. Pull up and see what what all they got coming out. Uh, Bite Size by Colin Bunn. That um, Colin Bunn, he's got a couple of good stories out. Uh, Gindel, Kentucky, American Ronin, um, Bad Mother, Old Haunts, The Resistance. They have some pretty good books. So I'd recommend everybody look at awastudios.net and see some of their uh, their future books. Looks like they got a couple of the picture style uh, Year Zero books coming as well. So. Uh, you know, where's, I, like, where's the book? I like when you find in a, a publisher new, you don't know what they're about. You haven't heard much of them and you just get a hot book right off the bat. I mean, that, yeah. that I'm hoping that builds a followership for them. I'm hoping that it builds, you know, a baseline, a fan baseline to build off of. Cause if they keep putting out books like year zero, if, if, and I'm curious about American Ronin. That would that'd be something that that I'd possibly pick up and trade and and read the heck out of it, because uh, yeah. yeah, if it's anything like this one, I'm down for it. Down for yeah. it. Yeah. Then there's another one, erratic. I mean, Brian Reber's doing the colors on it. That's by Carrie Andrews. Um, so it, to me, it looks like a there's some stuff worth giving it a look, right? And that's kind of the the fun thing is to give it a look, see what see what you might find out there. Um, support some of the creators that you already know as well. Christopher Priest has Redemption. I mean, we know Quantum and Woody creator. Um, so lots of lots of a uh, pretty 
pretty darn cool books it looks like to come out with them so and scott i yeah at least this book i recommend this is the one i've read so yeah. far um so it's recommended and uh, yeah, I hope everybody else does too yeah year zero it's uh what we'll suggest and whatnot so you know we're gonna do more books like this before like i said follow us at twitter and uh make sure you are uh like i say following us there see what books that we got that may come out soon and um what we're going to review read with us and uh join one of our future shows uh get on the chat let us know and uh we'll do that so again make sure you sub make sure you like make sure you subscribe all that fun things um it's been fun moose yeah i always enjoy getting on and just wrapping over books i always have Sounds fun getting good. on with you everybody i want to thank everybody for jumping on you guys rock um, appreciate it. Leave in your comments below what you thought of this book. If you read this book or if you go get it. So definitely thank you. Definitely let us know. Peace.